Let me read a scripture, and there's a lot of things I want to say. I don't intend to stay with the text today, um, because when you minister, you just go from one thing to another. But I want to get this in Romans 1.20. For the invisible things from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Look at that again. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. John 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And my text today is these words here, the invisible Word made visible by faith. The invisible Word made visible by faith. The invisible word brought into the physical realm by your faith causes these written words to come alive and reach out and get a hold of you. Praise God. Do you ever have the Bible just to seem to reach out and get a hold of you? Because right behind this letter here of ink and paper, is the invisible, eternal word that will never, never pass away. If every Bible with the written word in it were burned, not one jot or tittle would perish because it's written eternally in the spirit that you have inside of your heart right now. Everybody say it. The word's in me. Thank God. This is my day. This is my hour. God's going to do something for me this morning. Praise God. Praise God. All right, you can be seated. The other morning I preached on... If your mountain won't move, you know what to do. And then if you decide it isn't God's will to move it, climb over it. Because he, uh, he knows if you climb over it, you'll have to grow, you'll have to pray, you'll have to fast, you'll have to live holy and do right. And Paul did just that. And we did it last night. The devil threw a mountain. It's a count meeting. What did we do? We just climbed over it. Now, I want us to make it plain. It's God's will to move most mountains. If you're lost, he wants to move that mountain to sin right now. If you're sick, he wants to remove that right now. If it's financial problems, it all depends. If he made you rich, would you still live for God and pay your tithes and go to church? I asked the Lord this morning. I said, Lord, 
I said, how do we know when we're looking at these things uh, how you feel about it? He said, when you're totally convinced in your own heart, then I'm convinced. Because I made you a free moral agent and I gave you a will. And when you settle it in your heart that if you bless me financially, I'm going to bless the church. I'll never let up on my prayer life. I'll never stop back in the church and the pastor. I'll grow and go. And when you say that from the heart, I know you mean it, and I'll move you out. You know people well as I do that actually though we're getting rich. One fellow said that he paid his tithe as long as he had a small salary and finally got so big he couldn't afford to pay tithe. Lord, how mercy on people like that. He ought to have been adding a little bit more, you know. Praise the Lord. Well, <coughs> The Lord moved last night in a great way in spite of the devil. And I told him this morning, I said, you'll reap what you sow, buddy. One of these days out yonder in the great tribulation, you're going to have your biggest celebration. And everything going to be just going great and people flying in from all over the world to be there and God's going to turn the sun off. You'll remember what you did. He just turned the lights out. Praise God. Hallelujah. I've told Satan's principalities, spiritual wickedness, all that gang, I said, you fellas are following a loser. When are you going to wake up? They said, we already have. That whenever he came down from the cross and arose the third day and came down and got the keys of death, hell, and the grave, we knew we was falling a loser. But what can we do? God won't help us, and the devil can torment us because he's very powerful, so we better go along and rest as much as we can because it'll soon be over. And it will. And I love to remind him of that. The great tribulation when God's going to turn the sun off and the moon and earthquakes and those two prophets are going to uh, arise in the earth to torment him for three years, you know. And uh, uh, all the time he's in there. And I said, your day's coming, buddy, and your time is running out. And I, when he torments me sometimes, I get enough of it. And I said, all right. Uh, the Lord, you said, anything I ask in your name believing, I'll receive it. And I said, I want this an answer. I want hell to hear my voice, bringing out day and night, hear it, O devil, the Lord our God is one, 
and his name is Jesus. And I want it to ring through hell until it gets off of my back. Oh, you can do the same thing. God will hear your prayer. Why wouldn't he torment him before his time a little bit? He torments us all the time. Why not torment him? He can't stand to think about how short his time is. So remind him of that. Remind him of the blood. Remind him of the name. Remind him it's written. Praise God. So the invisible word made visible. I want you to get a hold of this now. Jesus lived, died, and arose, and ascended. And he said, if I go not away, the comforter will not come. But if I go away, I'll send the comforter. I'll send my spirit back to live in your hearts and life. And that has already happened to us, hasn't it? Can you say praise the Lord? He now lives within me. And he that lives within me is greater than he that's in the world. Everybody say he's greater than sickness. All right. Now the invisible word uh, came and lived with us on this planet earth. For 33 years, he wanted to make himself visible, and he came and walked among us. That was the visible word, the invisible word made visible for 33 years. And so now he has moved upon men, holy men, to write this, and here it is. Here it is, but the Lord wants to make this visible surging through us and out of us day and night. He don't want the Word just in our minds. He wants it in our heart. He wants it on the end of our tongue. He wants it in the end of our fingers. He wants the Word to come alive and live in us. Praise the Lord. The prayer of faith can cause the invisible word to become visible, tangible in this natural earthly realm. Jesus said the works that I uh, the words that I speak, their spirit and their life. Now when you pray and fast, you walk close to God, you notice your words become spirit and life. Things begin to happen. Prayers are answered. People are moved by the power of God. But it has to come after much prayer, walking very close to God. Now, how can I be sure this will work in me? Without holiness, no man will ever see the Lord. Now, sin blocks everything. Sin stops everything. So if there's sin, you'll not get a prayer to the top of the ceiling. Confess your sins, and he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You can't even get started 
with sin. So even the sinner, if he'll confess his sin, is in tune. He's ready now. He can get the next best thing, the Holy Ghost. He can get healed. Just confess your sins, and you're, you've got God's attention. Amen? And if you walk into presence, his presence, holy, clean, pure, sanctified by the blood of the Lamb, then he'll grant your request. Faith looks at the written word. Now, let me explain this. You remember the old uh, <coughs> Victrollers, the record players? You always had to put a needle in uh, to play. And whatever, if there was a sermon on that record, you could hear it only when you put the needle down on the record and the good song or whatever. Let's say today that faith is the needle. The eternal word is there, recorded forever and forever. And when your faith touches the invisible word, it can cause the invisible word to come to you, amen, flow through you. Right then, you'll hear Jesus talking. Why not? The Bible said so. Let the church hear what the Spirit is saying. Let the church hear. You see, you can hear the written word here with your ears only. But if you put faith in it, you see, that's why we've got so many different denominations. They just read and Google this. They don't know anything about the invisible word behind. They don't know anything about the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that lives within us to make it come to the surface and out into this realm and bless people. They don't know that. That's why you're so thrilled and blessed when your preacher gets up and preaches the word and it comes alive within him. And he's speaking the invisible word and these natural ears pick it up and take it into the heart and you're blessed wonderfully with it. So holiness, prayer, faith, fasting, love one another, all these things should be in our lives daily. Faith looks at the written word until it comes alive in the physical realm and becomes a part of us. In my name, he said, you'll cast out devils. Now, I'm a firm believer that every word Jesus spoke while he was on earth is still alive in his spirit forever, forever. And here it is. Listen to him. And as you pray and fast, listen for the spiritual word to speak the written word to you. And when the spiritual word in your heart begins to speak the written word, look out. Something's going to happen. Praise God. You put the needle down and hear the invisible word speaks. Hallelujah. Jesus found a little woman who had been crippled, drawn over for 18 years. Jesus looked at her and said, Daughter, behold, the exact words here. I find here it said these words, Woman, 
Thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Woman, thou art loosed from thy infirmities. Look beyond this. It's talking to you too. If you're crippled today, man, woman, boy, girl, the Holy Spirit wants to come through the written word and say, man, woman, thou art loose from your arthritis now. Hear it. Hear it. And it's done. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Somebody's getting healed of arthritis. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So the flaming word, here it is. We are going to say some things here with the Lord now. Faith can cause the invisible flaming word to talk to you now. So exercise your faith. Matthew 24, 35. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but God's word will never pass away. And so Mary said to the people there, said, Whatsoever he saith unto you to do, do it. And Jesus turned and he said, fill up the water pots with water. Now they could do that. Any of us here could have done that. He didn't ask them to fill it up with wine. Uh, that part he reserved for himself. He is the one that does the miracle. Remember that? You fill up the water pots, praise God, with water, and then dip some of it up, he said, and carry it to the governor. And sure enough, when they dipped it out, it was wine. Now, any little boy could have filled the water pots up with water. Any little boy could have dipped some out and carried it. So he's not asking you to do the impossible. He'll do that. He's a miracle worker. He's a healer. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hear it now, daughter. Thou art healed of your infirmity, your arthritis. Now, now, now. So listen again. So the word Jesus spoke while on earth is still alive and waiting for faith to cause it to speak to you this morning. Praise God. Every word is alive and flaming. This word I'm talking about upholds all things. Look at the sun, moon, and stars. This living word is in action right now. Amen, amen. It's keeping the sun in its orbit. It's keeping the moon in its place. It's working right now, right now. God's living, flaming word is in action now. Waiting for faith. Revelation 2.17. Lord, I quoted it, but just give it to you. He that hath an ear. Everybody say, I've got an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit's saying. Lord, I'm listening. Lord, I'm listening. Lord, I'm listening. Speak to your servant. Speak to your servant. Praise God. 
They handed me a little girl one night crippled. Couldn't walk, couldn't talk, couldn't use her arms or legs. And I knew I had no such faith, but I had perfect faith in the one that could do it. If I'd have tried, I'd have failed. I was listening, and the Spirit said, Now, stand there on her feet. And I did, and she walked. The invisible word went into action. The invisible word went into action. Amen. It isn't hard. We don't have to go way off beyond the sun, moon, stars, and find God somewhere sitting out there on a throne to get him to do something for us. He's in our heart, the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said, I do nothing but what I see the Spirit doing. And we now have the Spirit in us. That's what he came for, to give it to us. He said, I'm with you now, but I shall be in you. So he looked to the Spirit to hear the Spirit talking to him while he was on earth. Of course, he was God, but he was showing us some things. He said, I do nothing but what I hear or see the Father do. And now we can do that because we have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When people try to talk to me about all the gifts, I believe in gifts of the Spirit, but I've got one gift. That's never left me. Praise God. I have it 365 days in a year and on leap year of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. And that's where it's all at. Now, the same words that spoke to that storm. Peace be still. Now, when you read it in a book, and there's a storm coming, or there's a storm in your life, pray until you hear him saying it again. Peace, be still. And when that wells up within you and you hear it, you know when you hear the voice, and now he's wanting to speak it through you. Peace, be still. So I'm saying it to you that's in a storm. In the name of Jesus, peace, be still. Storm, stop. Waves, lie down. Amen. It's all over because heaven has spoke. Jesus could sleep in the storm. Hard for us, but he could. He's telling us it's all right. Now, Mark also tells us here, and I, the other night, I guess that's why this woman came up that I prayed for many years ago that I was telling you about the other day. Her legs stopped growing at the age of eight, and I hadn't met her since that day until Wednesday, last Wednesday night, is a week ago, at the camp meeting in Texas, we preached at a healing service. And I was dealing with this thought here, this poor man with a withered arm, and Jesus just said, stretch forth your arm. And it was restored. And 
we did the same thing. I'd been praying, and this lady came up with a growth on her neck and about like a hen egg and said to pray for me. We was out on the tent. I went out there that day to uh, pray for people to get the Holy Ghost. And we was getting it day and night. And I said, I just turned to her, and I, the Holy Ghost was speaking. Said, I said, before you get to your tent, it'll be gone. And before I got started good again, here she come running back and saying it's gone. It, it left before I got there. And so this woman said, this girl, she said, if God can make that disappear, he can make my foot grow. Four inches shorter than the other one. And suddenly in just a few minutes, that leg grew out four inches, spilled out, where nobody to count that night could tell which leg was healed because they were perfectly alike. So the same words is still here, written, but right behind it, they're flaming, shooting forth like lightning, ready to heal, ready to deliver, ready to save, if faith will reach in and get it and get a hold of it. So here we go, stretch forth thine hand, Jesus said, and when he stretched forth his hand, it filled out. So I say it to you, if you've got a limb that's withered, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, stretch forth that limb and be healed by the power of God right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If God's word says yes, I've said that before, God will never say no. And how to see the invisible word of God in action, how to bring the invisible word into the visible faith, faith only. There's no other line to heaven. There's no other way to penetrate the spirit world but through faith. God fixed it where the fellow that's not worthy can't reach in and get anything. But you that's been baptized in his name, filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, you live for God all these years, and here you are. And don't let the devil tell you that the invisible word can't do the same thing it did the word the day Jesus spoke it. Because he said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. The living words of Jesus can bring deliverance now. Praise God, praise God. So, I could go on and on with many, many. You know, it's good to look at all the miracles of Jesus and take just what he said to the person and write it all down in a little book. And the one that applies to you, just keep praying about it. Keep talking to him about it. And if he ever whispers, you'll know 
Somebody said, how do you know the difference in the voice of God and the voice of the devil? Well, it's five voices, the voice of God, the voice of the devil, the voice of the flesh, and the voice of the soul, and the voice of the human spirits. Well, I'll tell you one thing. When the Lord speaks, he touches your body, your soul, and your spirit. He's talking to the five senses of the body, the five senses of the soul, and the five senses of the human spirit. He gets all 15 of them. The devil can't talk to but one, the physical body. Amen? So you know when he speaks, you've been talked to. If he calls your name, you know you have been called by the Lord God. He touches every nerve and every fiber in your body. I know I had him be called my name once, audibly. And I'll never forget it as long as I live. He talked to all of me. Amen. He talked to all of me. I can't even talk to all of me. Amen. The devil can't talk to all of me. But God can talk to all of me and all of you. And he is talking to you now. Praise God. Praise God. I want you to just play only believe there. It's time for you to get, you've been faithful to come over here. And you've been faithful to pray for other people. And now it's time for you to get something. The Holy Ghost is speaking. The Holy Ghost is all around us and in us. Wants to break forth. Amen. Break forth, Lord. There's people here with needs of various kinds. You may need a revival in your church. You may need a revival in your family. You may need a revival in your own life. You may need healing. You may need a spirit of fear and depression to flee forever. I battle these things over the telephone across the country. And I'm amazed sometimes. They catch me right in the middle of maybe working out watering the lawn, sweeping leaves, wipes it, telephone. And here I run in, the preacher said, I'm dying, Brother Barnes. The doctor said, there's no hope. It's just about all over now. I said, how old are you? He said, 38. I said, the devil's lying to you. The Lord promised you 70 years at least. And he calls you to preach. He's lying to you. In the name of Jesus, I set you free. Well, what do you think happened? The next day he called me and said, I'm well. Hallelujah. So what I mean, the Lord, he just wants to heal his children. He just wants to. 
A lot worse than I want to. A lot worse than you want to. He wants to. He was whipped in Pilate's hall that you might be healed. So stand up and get it now. Lift your hands. Jesus, you see this wonderful crowd. They need something from you now. And I pray that their eyes will be open. And their ears will be open to hear what the Spirit is saying to them now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And Jesus said to the man that had been crippled 38 years, Arise, arise, take up your bed and walk. Those words just written, those words are still flaming. They still very much alive in the spirit world. Arise. That have been some people that have said, Now, Lord, I'll be glad to rise and walk, but don't put me to work. If I take care of that bed down the street, they'll take me off of welfare. Welfare is good up till now, but now, get off of it, boys. What Jesus said, I want you to get with it, take up your bed and walk. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Everybody say it. This is my day. This is my hour. God is with me now. 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 Not tomorrow. He's my healer now. He's my savior now. He's my deliverer now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, give him a hand. Jesus, we love you.